0: Yeah. Honey, honey, there's a hot topic. Oh, God damn it. Pull, pull, the, pull fucking the fucking car, car over. over. I gotta buy some fucking drip pants. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the March and Mitch show starring Celine Sanis Pond and welcome to our first episode of the year. Get ready for seasonal depression unit. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. What do you what do you guys want to do? Nope, Netflix. What do you guys want to eat? Oh, let's order pizza. Oh. <laughs> do you have a blanket? Oh,
1: Why are you no. calling me out like
0: that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Welcome to the Depression Sessions. I'm Alexander Marchewski. Joining me is our producer and showrunner, Mitchell Herring, and our store correspondent, Celine Santis-Pond. We're going to talk to you tonight about Juice World, Gerard Higgins in memoriam May we rest his soul to peace and wish him a nice time in the afterlife. We're going to also talk about our first ever spinoff segment with uh, Craigslist Misconnections. I've always wanted to do this. I believe at some point of the show, we're going to attempt to do... Whose line is it anyway?
1: Yeah, not really. It's more... Uh, are you talking about the, the pop quiz questions? Oh, wait a minute. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's close. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I mean, we don't know the answers, but... The questions being asked. Yeah, I mean, Celine at this point might as well be Drew Carey in his prime.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Celine's gonna talk to you about fun and interesting facts from around the world. And we're gonna take it on home down memory lane for the nostalgia trip. We're gonna rev up that fucking broomstick to Harry Potter World. Get ready, Magic Boy. We're coming your way on the March and Mitch show.
1: I really have this just unique desire. I really would like to go to Harry Potter World.
2: Me too. Really me too.
1: We got this whole idea even though JK
2: Rowling is canceled I still want to go to Harry Potter World
1: I had this really fun idea and and I'm sad that I you know COVID happened because you didn't get the appropriate proposal but I did have this really fun idea where you go to Ollivanders and and I would go in beforehand and 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 like you know pick a couple wands out and then like have the have the clerk or whoever's working there like say oh no this is not the right wand and then like on the last one have like a ring on the wand
2: that's so fucking cute. Oh,
1: my goodness. But COVID happened and like that wasn't a reality. And I was like, nope, need to put a ring on this finger quick.
2: So hey, <laughs> That's a really cute idea, though.
1: You but. just did the, the marriage equivalent
0: of like doing us asking your prom date out in a fun way.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, hey, I made you this thing. Go to prom with me. I remember my prom date. I literally just like they like the day to remember. So I'm like, hey, let's make prom a day to remember. And like nice. there, was, there was a picture of a band next to me looking cool. We're gonna get right into it. With the music segment this week, we're gonna talk in memoriam about Gerard Higgins from Illinois as the performing artist, the man, the myth, the legend. Juice World. We'd like to commemorate his career by talking about his life and times, his famous interview with who is the
1: guy? Shit. There's a <laughs> the famous
0: Canadian interviewer. He's I, like he's really funny and strange. He asks like really oh!
1: I know you're talking about the uh, the guy who with the the curly hair and he always ends his segment like bump da ba da da
0: da da and then like he just stands awkwardly like they're they're yeah. in a selfie but really it's a video. Uh, I know exactly who you're it. talking about. Um, yeah, I've never
2: seen this, really? but I want to. Yeah,
0: we got to get a quick fact check on the. They did a great one with Grimes, by the way. Grimes, Ooh, fun. Grimes was like, "Who is this magical creature talking to me right now?" Mm. It's always fun to
1: learn about different facts in the world of entertainment. Nar- Current- Nard Nardwar Nardwar the one with Tyler the Creator is hilarious. By the way, that one's probably one of my favorite, dude. And all the interviews with Nardwar are—it's insane because the <laughs> guy looks like weird Al He looks like a fucking weird out clone, and his <laughs> interviews are like more detailed. And the artist is always, like, shook. They're just like, how the fuck do you know that? They'll be like, (laughs) like, if it were them interviewing me, he'd be like, so, what was it like growing up on 14th Street when you were 12? And I'd be like, why the fuck do you know where I live when I was 12, bro? Like, that's the kind of, like, it's, like, music. It's
2: creepily specific, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Or, like, he gave this video. Like, Snoop Dogg did a video. uh, It was his first VHS, and it was, like, I don't even remember what it was, but it was a Snoop Dogg VHS and he gives it to Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's like, yo, where the fuck? I don't even have this.
2: <laughs> like,
1: it just, dude, the guy's a legend. People
0: love his interviews. Nardwar's interviews are really, really entertaining. I'm looking forward to hopefully, you know, maybe getting to meet the guy one day and pick his brain because I want to become a better interviewer myself. Uh, be sure to check out all your local artists we feature on the show, like Swiss Army Wife Band and our good friend Demi Ayari. That's Ayari on Spotify and Apple Music. Check out his single, Miss Call. He's got new
1: music coming mm-hmm. out all the time. I just saw him post about uh, a couple new things he's working on. And, yeah, and uh, it sounds
2: like he had a pretty big breakthrough the other day from what he was posting. So follow him on Instagram. Probably some new stuff coming. Actually, some you know what? New stuff.
1: His uh, his personal gram. He's also a meme lore, by the way. I don't yes. not to not to shout out too He's the hard. demigod of memes. He's a demigod of memes and music, <laughs> uh, homies. Martin
2: fucking cracks me up online. Yeah, uh,
1: Martin. I mean, maybe I don't want to like give away his last name. I don't want to put him out there like nah, that. Nah,
2: yeah, you gotta ask first. You know, if
1: you if you if you want his if you want his uh, gram or his Insta or his face does the same thing Instagram.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you want
1: him or his Facebook, uh, just hit us up and we'll we'll get you a link to the page. And that way, we're not just blowing up his personal life with. Uh, but he's got a great meme page for sure. On top of that, man's got social media lockdown.
0: His beats, music, and lyrics will make it pop. It'll make it slap and <laughs> it'll make you shake some ass. Most definitely. We're gonna to talk to you today about Juice World. Juice World was born Gerard Anthony Higgins on December second, nineteen ninety eight, in Chicago, Illinois. He's been very highly revered as a big, big contributor to uh, different Chicago SoundCloud artists. He's been described as one of the forerunners for combining popular emo vibes with the cloud rap and you know sad rap trends we see today. Um, he's very talented artist. The first time I ever listened to Juice World, I was hanging out. Uh, at my old house, and just my buddy was like, dude, have you heard of Juice Rolled? I'm like, no, but that's a great stage name. Please show me their music. And <laughs> it, uh, I saw the video for uh, All Girls Are The Same, you know, and like, it was just like, this is a brokenhearted motherfucker. I love mm-hmm. it. This is emo as hell. It's trap. It's, it's cloud rap, and it's hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And the dude has great hair, by the way.
2: Yes, I love his hair.
0: Originally went under the moniker Juice the Kid. He's a phenomenal songwriter, rapper, singer, and he's been pretty much crowned with just you know, really spearheading, combining bits of pop punk and rap. He was actually really inspired by uh, playing Guitar Hero growing up. Yeah. Weird. So he adopted a lot of like Ramon, Sex Pistols type <laughs> stuff into uh, his music. His debut album is my personal favorite. It's called Goodbye and Good Riddance, which is certified platinum. Uh, Gerard Higgins, pretty much, I what I like about him is he seems very candid and honest. He is very synonymous with artists like Drake and having a very like cloud rap, vibe but also uh, he's a heartbreak artist i feel like he's very centered in the heartbreak genre mm-hmm. um his song lucid dreams we're gonna play you that uh on the show today maybe maybe not we'll see we are gonna squeeze <laughs> in a few different segments sorry mitch
2: no we can do that that's <laughs> fine
1: I, I just i'm just i just yeah i'm down we're
0: that's,
2: playing with the show we're doing some different things i think
1: we can get away with playing uh lucid dreams a big fan of that song i've got words to say about you so i'm a big fan and i'm sad he's not here
0: He's definitely been a big part of the hip hop scene, you know, and a lot of people will associate him with mumble rappers like, you know, Lil Yachty and Lil, <laughs> Lil Mosey and my favorite Lil, Lil Uzi Falcon. <laughs> who,
1: who associates Juice WRLD to any of those trumps?
0: I guess they just probably party together.
1: Ah, <laughs> that's fair. I mean, Juice WRLD is probably one of the only reasons that, and you know me, I'm kind of a sheltered mus- musician Musician-to.
2: Yeah, musician Yeah,
1: musician-to. musician
2: That's actually probably it. Mu-
1: musician-to. Musophile.
2: musophile yeah. I think, is the actual word.
1: I like some music, but you know me. I, I like to keep my borders high and tall and not to hijack the segment, but Juice World was one of the first artists that you guys showed me along with Little Peep where I was like, okay, that's actually not mumbo rap when I, when, you know.
2: Yeah, you've always liked Juice.
1: Well, it was yeah, it was easy. Like um, "Lucid Dreams" on the video, even the video mm-hmm. is kind of weird and not super well like produced. It's still really good, and uh, uh, just uh, learning his backstory personally for me was is super interesting because you know everyone in in the like industry, even like Eminem, uh, even though Eminem's not the most loved, he is he is well known. Even he said like the dude was beyond talented. Like he had talent beyond measure. Like the guy mm-hmm. he did a he did that radio show uh, with um, oh fuck whatever whatever his name is. A super popular radio show. Is and, Jimmy. Uh, it's the That's late night. Sorry. Not 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 a, not like a radio like a talk show. And he like freestyled for like over an hour. It's always a good wow. show. Oh, I think oh, you're talking contest, about fire in the booth when you can get that artists a, just yeah.
0: in the raw and have them <laughs> just have them. <laughs>
1: Brought to you live from the ghetto.
0: <laughs> Defund the police.
1: In the ghetto, <laughs> <laughs> Lord. And, cab. Uh,
0: <laughs> literally. And, you know, just have artists do stuff like that. One of my favorite quotes about music is actually from the horror film Green Room. And, like, one of the guys in the punk band says, you know, with live music... It's summoned live, it's captured in an instant, and it's gone. So when you can have a hip-hop artist go out there and fucking spit bars for two fucking hours, how is that not a testament to his talent?
1: Also, he pre-states in the in the, in the hour long that it's not written, and he actually kind of throws some shade where he's just like, all oh, y'all cult claiming freestyle on your pre-written stuff, and, and he laughs, and, and I think that's a... I think it was, it was pretty big balls to do that because that is considered the industry standard now is to have something written and then to... You know, wrap mm-hmm. your written, pre-written stuff off the dome, quote unquote. You know, to a beat, and and so people people have gotten super cushy because when I was growing up, again, I'm I'm not a rapper, but my understanding of freestyle was was exactly that. It was something that uh, straight from the dome. Straight. It reminds from the
2: me of dome. a of something I read about Peep once, where he when he was like in high school and started writing rap, he would like you know, do something like he would like people would just put on a beat and he would like freestyle to it. But it was so good that his friends were like, there's no fucking way you just came up with that. Like there's that's bullshit. Uh-huh. And so they started like quizzing him by just coming up with like random beats that there's no way that he had heard, like just off top. And every single one he was like, yeah, no, this is my freestyle. Like I just freestyle.
0: Mm-hmm. Word. Rest in peace, little peep, the poetries in the streets. Yep. One of my favorite. Um, I know we were talking about uh what was the song, Celine, that he did for Moana?
2: Oh the no, rock? no, I think you got a little turnaround. around. We were talking oh, about the rock.
0: Oh, Dwayne Ye- Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne the Doc Johnson. Dwayne the Doc That's Johnson. Where I parked my boat. Oh yeah. god, how could I be so foolish? Yeah, we were talking about Moana, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you did a song called Hide for the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack, and I fucking love that movie. It's not only one of the best Marvel movies ever made. It's also one of the best sci-fi movies ever made. Um, There's a lot of like timey-wimey stuff and like multiverse stuff in comics. So I know it gets rehashed a bit, but I thought it was really cool that film soundtracks are still a thing. I remember back in the day when we would have the Spider-Man movies come out and you have like Dashboard Confessional and like um, an artist that would later uh, be negatively associated with Juice's career, uh, Yellow Card uh, doing a song for Spider-Man 1 or 2, I believe. Yeah. And I thought it was just really kind of neat to be in a... Situation where you're contributing not only to a great movie, but just a cool body of work with other artists Mm -hmm. Um, juice World's song. All girls are the same is a really cool tune. I really like it. Um, I also just really like that tune. It's like lean with me. Rock Rock with me. Yeah. Yeah, Fucked up living Living with with some some bad bad kidneys. kidneys. I used to totally just I would do all girls for like karaoke sometimes and then (laughs) slip in a little bit of lucid dreams in the bridge. I, uh, I, I try to do that sometimes. I feel like the biggest flex in karaoke is when you can either do that or just sing an entire different song to a tune of a other karaoke song. I've seen that happen before, and that skill is not only immeasurable, but kind of frightening. <laughs> more, more karaoke politics at 11. In uh, memoriam, Juice World is an amazing performer, uh, he is kind. He was candid. He's a big part of Chicago's just, you know, urban music, creative talents, and is just also just a huge, you know, just contributor to the punk scene. You could compare him just as much to Panic at the Disco as you could with Fallout Boy, I feel like.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree with that.
0: Rest in peace, Gerard Higgins. I hope you're making lots of beats and dropping bars in heaven. And that concludes our artist of the week, which is our first uh, reflection piece, memorial piece. Also, rest in peace to Lil Peep. Rest in peace, Juice World.
1: Show me your tits.
0: Show me your... I say it all the time. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Take your dip out. Take your dip out. (laughs) From here on out, I will no longer be using chewing tobacco
1: during the show. (laughs) Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, this is so much fun. Okay, but we are gonna play a Juice World song for you right here. It's called uh, "Lucid Dreams." Let me bring it to you. I'm gonna hit the play button. We're gonna be back after this. Check this ya. is Juice's swan song.
0: Juice's swan song.
3: Oh <laughs> I know it's all in my head I have these lucid dreams another one, but I am the better one. I won't let you forget me.
0: Welcome back to the March and Mitch show starring Celine Sanis Pond. We're going to take it right Back at you <laughs> with a new segment. We're gonna try to do something funny. Lots of comedians have done across different counties and states here in the U.S. of it. We're gonna talk to you about the good old fashioned Craigslist misconnections board. <laughs> And we're gonna just jostle around and quip and lash around and talk about the funny stuff we see. For those of you unfamiliar, this is basically where if you're a shy or timid person and you see someone you like in public but don't actually have the confidence to go up to them to initiate an encounter, you post on this message board and pray that they see it, and then <laughs> and then maybe fucking
1: later. I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get started. I got the uh, first one pulled up. It was posted January fifth this year. Uh, blonde comma chariots security blonde security lady at chariots bus station comma would love to go out together for a coffee sometime
2: and not a lot of identifying information so
1: they they really like reveal who they were that's just it that's it that's the first one all right so we'll just good luck with that buddy (laughs) Next. (laughs) next All right. Blonde, comma, necklace, comma, cake store Kaiser, in parentheses. You are very beautiful, comma. I was with two others, period. Would love to get to know you, period. I ordered a strawberry Italian <laughs> soda, period. Plot twist. The two others are his wife and kid.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> These are some really good ones. Wow. Salem is lazy as fuck. Like, what is this? Okay. All right. Number January 4th. Nick comma question mark
2: Nick?
3: Yeah.
1: Nick, Salem area. What's the deal with Nick? What's the scoop? It's been years. Period. Oh shit. We found each other on CL. We never met but chatted a lot. Period. Just two dudes with similar similar wants. Period. I haven't found anyone with a connection like you. Period. <laughs> Find me. Let's talk.
0: Oh my goodness what if they both really like disc golf (laughs) and they just really want to get intense with the disc golf and then like they push each other and then they start making out.
2: (laughs) I can just imagine like a really adorable queer love story about some guy who just hires a frisbee golfing coach. But then while the frisbee golfing coach is correcting his technique, there's sparks.
1: His hand slips. (laughs) His hand touches my waist. We just wrote a straight to Netflix movie guys. I qu- <laughs> I quiver with anticipation He looks at me, I look at him And I dart my gaze I feel electricity run through my body I wonder Does he? He wonders Do I? What's your name, coach? Nicholas, but you can call me Nick
2: <laughs> I throw the frisbee It goes far
1: End hey. Alright, January 4th Standing in Fred Meyer This morning Ah, oh, here we go. We got something here. Which, right.
0: which Freddy's is it? Except that's the Market Street Freddy's. Run. It is the Market oh, Street It is, it is the Market Street Freddy's. Oh, my God. <laughs> All
1: right, here we go. You were a beautiful female standing in line in some black athletic pants, and I couldn't mm. help but look, and I must say, you looked really good. Period. <laughs> period. We made eye contact, and I'm sure you caught me checking you out. Period. I walked back by to talk to you but you were checking out (laughs) so i never got a chance period i was in all blue work uniform and if you see this hit me up and let's chat how are we supposed to hit you up and let's chat oh my goodness I
2: i wish someday for a romantic love story like some rando calling me a female online and complimenting my workout pants Mm -hmm. such romance.
0: I think my story with that is the dude in the all blue is like probably like a diesel mechanic. Yeah. And then that lady was like a yoga instructor who's like between jobs because her yoga studio is closed due to COVID. So she's got to
1: start making rent money on that side. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now we've got a specific one. Uh, Still January 4th, manager at Dollar Tree in S. Salem. (laughs) (laughs) Dollar Tree manager? Oh, God. (laughs) Here we go. You seemed like a good man as we talked, period. I gave you my number, period. You said you would call, period. (laughs) Did you lose my number? Oh, no. That four looked like a
0: nine. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, sad. What do you picture in your head, Mitchell, when you think of the dollar general manager?
1: Dollar store manager? What do you think they look like? I'm picturing a 26-year-old dropout with tattoos whose name is Jack whose parents don't love him and he has a cat.
0: His BMX career like never worked out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like he's hot and shit, but he's a Dollar Tree store manager. That's pretty much where his life ends.
2: That's what we need to know.
0: (laughs) Interesting. I was totally going to think like grocery store clerk wife or like the lady at the Walgreens who's got like, just like, what kind of cigarettes do you want? Your, Did you sign up for the Walgreens CAD? Are you
1: talking about the, the poster or the, post, the posted? The, the person being admired. The person being admired is, is a male. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you, you mm-hmm. seemed like a good man as we talked. Grocery hey. store clerk husband, then. There we go. Maybe he is married. Maybe that's why they didn't get back to him.
0: I'm sure he eventually found his DILFs.com membership, and they probably exchanged emails.
1: <laughs> you have to believe. Okay, all right. Just last
0: breaking hearts. Sorry.
1: The, la- <laughs> the last one for January. The last one of the new year. January 4th, looking for Dan. And we all know who Dan is. Good god. I am looking for Dan, period. He woke, he works as an appliance repairman, period. He had dated a friend of mine, Cheryl.
2: <gasps> what? Ooh, it's getting spicy.
1: That is a uh, pretty specific. I feel like that one has the most chance. Yeah. If you have a friend named Cheryl, Dan is looking for you.
2: Well, someone's looking for your friend Dan. Yeah. Your ex, Dan? Your current partner, Dan?
1: Doesn't say. How long has Dan been missing? Do we know why they're
2: looking for Dan? Is there a
1: search party? God damn it, Dan. That is the January misconnections. Connections. Thank you for participating. Yay. Silver Falls South. Let's, let's dip into one more. December 29th. Striking Eyes. Silver Falls. Here we go. Sounds like a poet. Yeah, this one should be good. Striking Eyes. Silver Falls. After letting me pay for parking first. <laughs> comma. Your eyes and mine met. And your look melted right through me, period. I didn't think anything of it at first, comma. But you and your two friends kept looking back, period. When we met up again, comma, down the trail, comma. This is a run on sentence. I repeatedly (laughs) caught myself looking your way, period. I only saw your eyes, comma. But there they were, like knives that I felt. A wound. Ouch. I'm glad to have. Ouch. Period. Period. You had a black jacket and a backpack, period. Which color was my jacket? Question mark.
2: Okay, so we know that it's somebody who went to Silver Falls, wears a jacket and has eyes. I think that we can sleuth this down.
1: Yep. And that they were with two friends and they looked at each other twice. So okay. the target of the affection here is the person like the parking clerk? Sounds like somebody who was also on a hike mm-hmm. at the same time a parking And I think
2: that they let this per- this poster pay. First, for the parking, like they were probably like, "Oh, you go ahead of me."
1: Yeah.
0: Good times. That's a pretty like well-written message. I hope they
1: met. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the run-on sentence, uh, period. You know, I'm, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, you know, this was posted seven days ago. God bless you. I hope you find your thing. On our next segment, we're gonna bring you something new that was fun and weird, and I'm just gonna give you advice if you're listening to the show and you want to post on to Miss Connections. Provide some more detail, people. This is this any is any
2: amount of detail. I was yeah. struck by the lack of detail and all that.
1: Like maybe the dollar store one has a chance, and and maybe Silver Creek. Maybe Hall. Cheryl. Cheryl. The Silver, anyways, good times. Uh, we now bring you a new, but not necessarily new. It's still current, but not necessarily an event in Hick in particular. Celine.
2: Yes, I want to do something to mix it up this week. I want to do some uh, just fun world facts because I just honestly just didn't feel like getting in depth on anything depressing this week. So I thought it'd be fun to do something a little bit different. So I've got a series of 10 trivia questions lined up for you gentlemen. They are all about the world and as it stands today or as it has stood historically. And I try to pick some fun ones. can help
1: you remember out. Don't mind me. I'm just doing producer stuff.
2: Sorry. <laughs>
1: behind the scenes with Mitch. Uh, behind the scenes with Mitch. I'm just getting uh, the uh, Jeopardy theme ready, Sorry, to, ready to go. Sorry, baby.
2: But all right. So uh, what we're going to do is uh, we've got 10 questions and I'm going to ask them to Mitchell and Alex because I already know the answers. Okay. And whoever loses has to be the bear- beer wench for the rest of the You're night. You're
1: going down, punk. Bring it.
2: Okay. So to start with, what are gentlemen? the only two countries in the world where you cannot buy Coca-Cola.
0: Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess Turkey and Belgium.
1: Uh, sorry, what? what is Turkey and Belgium?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why would you guess Turkey and Belgium by curiosity?
1: Ran-
0: <laughs> randomness. I don't know. No, I don't know either, but... Yeah, I'm sure Belgium is pretty lack. I figured
1: the lack of what... You got to answer the question in whatever format. What is Belgium and Turkey? <laughs> I said it first.
2: Uh, so it's actually going to be the two countries that have most held out against American-style capitalism, which are North Korea and Cuba.
1: Oh, shit. Okay, well, so so <laughs> neither gets... So
2: O for O so far. All right, guys. What was... The first country to be founded by former slaves.
1: What is the United States?
2: What is Egypt? Ooh, Ooh, also both the answers that I would actually accept, but in a creative lens, Um, we actually are going to go official answer with Haiti. So Haiti had the Haitian revolution between 1791 and 1804. And that was led entirely by slaves. And they ended up forming their own government. And that's why we have Haiti.
0: Awesome. And thanks to Haiti, we have Regine Chasson, who's the one of the front men for Arcade Fire. Really? I didn't know
2: he was Haitian. We also
0: have NFL football wide receiver Pierre Garçon.
1: Wow. So
0: his
2: last name is Garçon. Yeah. Pierre the man. Wow.
1: All right. Well, no points on the board yet, so. Nope. (laughs) High five to us, brother. So far, you
2: guys are both the beer wench for the rest of the night.
0: We got got double zeros up there. Just like double (laughs) zeros. All right, here we go. All
2: right, what country has the greatest number of uncontacted people? So indigenous folks that have not been contacted by what we would consider modern people. Oh God!
0: <laughs> what is Brazil?
3: Hey! hey. hey.
0: No! us yeah. beat him
2: on it. No! Did he get that right? Yep, we got Marchewski in the house for one point. Oh my God! Brazil's Amazon. Oh my God! Sorry. Brazil's region of the Amazon contains probably over 100 isolated tribes. So tribes that have not been contacted by what we'd consider modern society why
0: do you know that so my uncle Mo used to party there a lot in the new millennium like now Brazil like the beaches <laughs> are yeah. fucking
1: lit
2: yeah well and <laughs> they've also got a huge portion of the Amazon rainforest so
1: wow I feel okay alright well congrats sir you just might have this in the bag <sighs> okay let's so go over till it's over
2: okay here's a kind of fun one where is the world's largest pyramid located
0: what is Egypt what is Giza
2: Nope. Any no! other guesses?
0: What is uh what is what is Syria? What is Istanbul?
2: Nope. So it's Wh- actually Mexico. What, oh. what are the Mayans? Oh, that's a good guess. It's actually the Aztecs. Oh, oh I could have had it. But mm. the uh the Great Pyramid of Cholula, Cholula is the largest pyramid in the world. It's significantly larger than the Great Pyramid of Giza, and it was built in Mexico by the Aztecs around two thousand years ago.
1: Damn. Damn facts! I'm just trying to just trying to match the board here. I'm having fun and I'm learning. This is great. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I probably should have picked ones that are like a little easier to guess. Really but this is fun. You really should have. Of course you. Of course. I like telling you hard hard guys ones. you're
1: wrong. <laughs> oh my god! I have to marry this. <laughs> 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 oh, the power trip. The dick is big in this one.
2: Ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Next one. Where was Freddie Mercury born?
0: Where uh where is pa- what is Pakistan?
2: No, good guess. Fuck. What You're is, pretty close. Where is
0: uh India? What is Istanbul? Nope. What is, what is um what what is the United Arab Emirates?
2: I keep where wanting is, to like answer these questions like Great oh Britain. the United Arab Emirates our country. Uh What is what is Turkey? What is uh,
1: Southeast Asia?
2: To another continent. What what
1: is what is anything that's not the United States? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Any last guesses?
1: What is Egypt?
3: Nope. Fuck.
2: Uh, you're closer. He was actually born in Tanzania. Um, back when it was uh, originally recognized as Zanzibar is, as a colony of Britain. This is
1: quickly becoming my favorite segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. Okay. All right. Next question. All right.
2: Here's one that I think I'm, I, it's super obscure. I'm guessing no one's got it, but I'm curious because it does involve Afghanistan.
1: Okay. Oh, God.
2: So what is the national sport? of Afghanistan.
1: What is soccer? What is soccer? Fuck. Nope. What
0: is, what is hip ball? What is uh sh- the shit with the paddles? Oh, fuck.
2: Damn it. Not lacrosse.
1: What no, ha- what no, is... no, 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 no. What?
2: The British people play it. Fuck, fuck. Shit,
1: what, what shit. kind of What kind of game is it? Do they use their hips?
2: They use horses.
1: What is, what is polo? It's not polo. Ah! <laughs> what is horse racing?
2: I basically thought that either Alex would happen to randomly shit. know this or not. So it's called Buzkashi. Why would we know this? Fuckin I thought Alex eight. might I, based on his get, heritage. I,
0: I am half Afghani. Oh, man. I that's failed. right.
1: You <laughs> are. He is a handsome man.
0: But oh, apparently, man. not
2: an aficio- aficionado at Buzkashi, which is a game where men on horses fight over half of a calf carcass.
0: I learned something new every day.
2: They used to use goat carcasses, but apparently, they don't h- handle well in how tough of a contact sport it is. Damn. Wow. Okay. Well, so that's the national sport.
1: I'll keep playing the music. You keep
0: asking the questions. Right. That's fine. I'll just invent my own sports. Yeah, got a on. few more. <laughs>
2: so, all right. Where is the longest unprotected national border?
0: What is Canada? What is the Great Barrier Reef?
2: Hey, <laughs> 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 that ain't it, but I like the guess. Yes, Mitchell was right. It, hey! Yes! So, so far, we're yes! one to one. We're one That's to my one. That's boy right, there. Um, and yeah, the U.S.-Canada border is 5,525 miles. I practice saying that number several times because I'm very bad at reading big numbers out loud. And that is the longest border that has no type of national protection other than just, you know, basic border security. Wow. This is intense. Oh, shit. Woof. All right. In what country is it illegal to watch The Simpsons?
0: What is China? What is Korea? North Korea? What is Afghanistan?
2: All good guesses. What, about, what is
1: Japan? What is Pac-
2: Thinks, Pakistan? Think a little bit south of our border.
1: What about, what is Brazil?
2: Close. What is, closer. What is Ur- Ur- Uruguay? Closer. Where
1: is, I don't know anything south of Brazil. V- what is what is Venezuela?
2: Nice, there you go. Whoa!
1: <laughs> Damn, you're on a roll. I'm not giving you that
2: point because I gave you a. V- no, you have to. And a south of the border. No, we
1: weren't going to get that. All right, fine. Well, yeah, you you can give hints. I mean, Uh, we weren't going to get that.
2: uh, The the president at the time, uh, Hugo Chavez, declared that The Simpsons was far too inappropriate for children to happen to accidentally watch. (laughs) So he banned it in the country. Um, Interestingly, it was replaced by Baywatch. (laughs) <laughs> don't hassle
0: the Hoff,
1: baby. Oh <laughs> that was my uh, nickname at Dutch Bros. Actually, they called me Hasselhoff.
2: Really? Yeah,
1: because I think his name is Mitch in the show. Nope. No. Nope. Oh, the it? show
2: maybe. Uh, did you
1: just have bangin' hair? I that's <laughs> I did. I did at seventeen. I had bangin' hair, so I don't remember what it was for. But yeah, they, my nickname on the on the the hourly sheet was Hasselhoff. <laughs> anyways, <Hey>. anyways. <laughs> This is fun.
2: How many questions left? All right. Two more questions.
1: Okay. It could just be a draw. Shit. Wait, no, I'm ahead.
2: You're ahead by one. Yeah. Let's see if if Chewski can bring it up. Okay. Okay. So in what country can you choose from just 15 state approved haircuts? Hint, it's been mentioned before in this segment.
1: What is Venezuela? What is China? What is
0: Brazil? What is North Korea?
2: There we go. Uh, No! No!
0: No! What are you going to have? I'll have a 14. Oh
2: okay. right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in, a, in North Korea, you can face everywhere from a penalty of just a fine up through imprisonment Dude, if we're you have be, a state non-sanctioned. We're going to be so connect.
1: ready for like bar jeopardy if we keep doing this. This Dude. is the yeah! This <laughs> is bar Jeopardy. We are gonna we are gonna own Salem when it comes to bar jeopardy.
0: I just know if we ever took you two there, you guys would probably go to jail for just rocking the fucking fucking pink and <laughs> pink and green hair. Most definitely.
1: Everyone comments on Celine's hair hey.
2: yeah. and yours. They always comment on your hair. Yeah. I like I like
0: the Super Saiyan God hair. The fucking red. Dude, when I get out of the <laughs> shower,
1: like my entire like I I should I should just walk out <laughs> of the shower and show you because it, it's full Super Saiyan God mode. It's dope as fuck. I'm pretty happy with it. What's your power level? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty big. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. And One last question.
2: You guys are tied. So I would love to see somebody take it home. What for $5,000 that I don't have. Mm -hmm.
1: 5,000 points.
2: For 5,000 non-existent points. What is Cuba's biggest export?
1: Cigars. What, what is, is cigars? Veg- what, is, what is vegetables? What is, what, what, is, is, <laughs> what is cocaine? What is what is vegetables? What is boats? What is what is
2: fruit? So here, let me give you guys a hint. It is not tobacco, sugar, rum, or tourism. In fact, this export brings in more money to Cuba annually than what all firearms? of those together.
1: What is firearms? What is a hint?
2: Think I mean, of people.
1: What, what, is, what is refugees?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: uh, Fuck. what what is what is
2: port what what is what indigenous is peoples you guys want to know you want a couple more guesses like more. i okay. would like another hint. okay um
0: what is baseball players
2: <gasps> how about this it's something that you need to go to a lot of school for it's a professional field
0: this is it's individuals ex- who work in a professional what field. are doctors
2: There you go. Uh,
3: Uh, Why?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Cuba has one of the best medical systems in the world. They have some of the best hospitals in the world, if not the best, depending on which rankings you're looking at. And they bring in over $11 billion each year, which That's is more awesome. than their co- combined revenue of t- tobacco, sugar, rum, or tourism. This
0: is my show. I'm pretty sure cigars and base- professional baseball players is high on that list though.
2: <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Oh yeah, tobacco definitely. I, I don't know about baseball players. Actually, Um, it's uh the Dominican Republic
3: Bet, that has believe, the highest proportion of baseball players, I, I, nice.
2: <laughs> baseball players in the MLB. <laughs> I can't believe. There's 101 Dominican baseball players in the MLB right now.
1: can't believe this literally Marchewski you won dude
0: I'm glad I worked out that way because I can (laughs) I can lose with grace I can't win with grace I turn I turn into that cornerback for the Seahawks just kidding. I'm not going to talk shit to you all week. I'm, I'll just, we'll be civil and, uh, and you will bring he is us. your
2: new beer wench though.
0: You're the new beer
2: wench.
0: Beerwench.com. Right on. Okay. All I right.
2: told Mitchell I wanted an intern. He said no. So I decided to make him the intern. Oh, why did I agree to this?
0: <laughs> ah! I also want a full suit of Beskar armor and 5,000 Calamari flan and, and Imperial credits.
1: This is the way. This is the way. Now. This is the way. Okay, well, that's probably that the most was March f- Mitch Jeopardy trivia. Smackdown is brought to you by Milwaukee's best. This is the most fun I've had. Um, give me two minutes. Oh, we're yes. gonna we're gonna take our uh, federally uh, mandated fifteen minute break. We're gonna be back after this. You're not gonna catch anything because it's just gonna be a. We're just gonna be immediately back. So. Brought to you by Marlboro <laughs> and the state tax increase on tobacco. We'll be back after this.
0: Defund the police.
1: And we're back, see? Didn't even notice. Couldn't even tell. Good times. Literally,
0: we're taking you down memory lane with the nostalgia trip. Break out the broomsticks, your house colors, and that fucking butterbeer. We're going straight to Hogwarts for our very fun and magic fueled segment about the world of Harry Potter and all of her favorite moments from the different films for this week's nostalgia trip take it away mitch blades
1: hey oh uh, big fan I've watched these movies and listened to the audiobooks many 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 times uh, it's honestly a, it's fun it's it's nostalgic it's um, it's a, it's from a similar time honestly when they first mm-hmm. started doing this it was a good time watching the movies again uh, it's always fun to just binge watch All of them find it, you know, comforting and watching Daniel Radcliffe go from a cute little boy to a deranged, whiny adult pissed off teen. It's it's super fun. I, I really enjoyed the first film. I think they I think they had a really good idea and they they did a really good job on the first one as far as like keeping it close to the books. As as you progress, obviously the books are essentially the Bible, they have so much content that...
2: Yeah, like the fifth one is 580 pages. No, 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 that's wrong. It's 870 pages. Yeah,
1: there's really no way to to Damn. squeeze all that into. But the it is fun nonetheless. I think they do a good job. I, I really wish the Dumbledore in the first movie hadn't died. That would have been really cool to keep him because I, I loved his soft-spoken uh wispiness and then by the, the third book you have the new Dumbledore and I forgot about that yeah. yeah and the and the new Dumbledore is cool I guess. I mean he's not
2: a very different flavor. Different. yeah he's he's much
1: more <laughs> Harry Potter
2: Well the, the thing that everybody is always pissed at and the thing that I'm always pissed at is in the fourth one when he's like, Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Yeah. And it's like in the book it's like Dumbledore asked softly, Harry. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, as as the original uh, actor probably would have portrayed it, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right before his deathbed, he asked Harry, Harry, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? But that's that's not what they did, anyways. Creative freedom, whatever. Uh, the movie's good. I mean, I think everybody's seen it at this point. It's nostalgic, as far as anyone's concerned. I really liked the layout uh, in the first couple movies where they had a Hagrid's hut. Honestly, I had watched the first movie. Uh, it was came out early, and I was young, and so I watched the first movie, and I liked it so much that I actually read the books, and then really enjoyed the books with the the layout you know essentially the the movie had provided me with kind of this already created imaginary world and it really helped me get into the 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 storytelling itself and i read all the harry potter books after that and i'm not a big fan of reading and that just became kind of like the first time where i was like oh this is cool like as long as the stuff is defined then reading the story is super interesting so I think the first two movies did a really good job as far as like the Hogwarts layout Hagrid's hut all of those things you know I think they did a really good job when it came to you know depicting the book as it was intended to be displayed and as it got, went on it got kind of more cinematic and they changed the layout and there there was a change in directors of the movies and so all of that you know makes sense and I understand it but for me but the first two books were always my favorite and the first two films were my favorite. And uh, I, I you got to enjoy them separately, personally, honestly.
2: Yeah, I think take them as their own works. You know, obviously honor the relationship between the books and the movies. But yeah, take the movies as their own work.
0: They all stand good on their own. My yeah. personal favorite is always going to be Goblet of Fire because one, there's a fucking dragon. Dragons are fucking cool. I also like that they incorporated just like different wizards from different wizarding schools yeah. and made it into like a competition. And then, of course, you got fucking Edward Cullen at the end. He's like, yo, Harry, make sure my parents get my body. <laughs> Deuces! <laughs> Please, yeah.
1: Voldemort! Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sir. That yeah. is that is, a, that is a good one. That also is the, I believe that's the reason he got the role for Twilight because he got the role in that one. And then Twilight came out like I think a year later. So, you know, whatever, whatever Harry Potter did for him, Twilight was short, soon to follow. Uh, we could also do Twilight sometime, because, you know, that's also a similar... It's
2: a house favorite,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm, but... As a 2,000-year-old as a British vampire, I relate to the saga. Mm-hmm. I, I really I like the Twilight.
2: That. I have
1: not read the Twilight books. I know they're hefty, but I definitely enjoy the Twilight movies more than I did as a young adult. I always was kind of hesitant, because I was like, oh, Twilight, oh, this is for little girls and their vampire boners." And... Um, <laughs> and uh, now I realize it's fun for the whole family if you're interested in uh, dramatic love scenes between, you know, it's a Romeo and Juliet story as far as Twilight. You want right. to fuck
0: on the ceiling? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. And, but as far as Harry Potter goes, I think the um, I, I, I used to when I was a kid, actually. So back when we had DVDs, number one, one of the favorite things I used to do with the DVDs was a fuck with the uh, the uh, decibels. And you could actually raise or lower the um the decibels or not the decibels but the frequency, and so you could uh go through the settings while watching a movie, and it would pitch uh, pitch change them, and you could you could change it to super high or super low. And I remember <laughs> watching the scene where uh is a Vernon and and Harry in the in the in the cupboard and right as they're he's they're about to go to the zoo, and I remember doing the pitch. And I watched that scene with different pitches uh, one night over and over because (laughs) watching uh, Uncle Vernon speak like a fairy or a gnome. (laughs) No more funny business. Any funny business, any at all. (laughs) And dying or watching him sound like the, the voice of Satan.
3: Any funny business, any at all.
1: And you won't have any meals for a week. I remember dying as a child, finding that hilarious. Also, Also, though,
2: can we talk about how aggressively abusive the Dursleys were and how it was just like, this is just a plot point. They just don't (laughs) feed Harry for a week sometimes and lock him in a cupboard. It's fine.
1: There's a lot of discrepancy between how you should treat a child in the movie and the book itself. I wish that Dursley kid would have just fell in the damn snake pit. (laughs) Yeah, just ended himself.
2: It was also fun watching Harry Potter after having watched The Queen's Gambit. Since,
1: uh, uh,
2: what's the, uh, Dudley, Dudley Dursley is a Harry Baltic in the Queen's Gambit. And so it's just interesting seeing him be like a really shitty bratty kid. And then it's like, but it's fine because he loses a bunch of weight and goes on to play a bunch of chess. So it's okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true story. That's what happens. His face is super thin and his eyes are super close together. Whereas the main character of Queen's Gambit is not. That's a big meme right now.
2: Right, yeah. They've got the weirdest ratio of eye lengths.
1: But yeah, uh, it was really good. I, I always enjoyed it. The And also, uh, throwback to DVDs, because I was talking to Selene while we were watching it, and I was like, oh, do you remember the DVD features? And the DVD features had an entire video game. Like, it yeah. had a whole... Uh, murder mystery like you had to go through the dvd features you had to mix potions you had to tap on the right bricks and diagon alley and you had to go through all of these things in the dvd features it was cool as shit to unlock the the philosopher to get to the final uh, you had to unlock these things to get to the last scene of the movie, and you could attain the Philosopher's Stone through the DVD menu. It was its own game.
3: My parents <laughs>
2: loved that shit because we would always take a sixteen-hour car trip every Christmas. <laughs> and they got me a personal DVD player. Yeah. So I would just have my headphones in in the back, just solving the mystery of the Sorcerer's Stone on my own.
1: Yeah, Selena, yeah. seen a
0: DVD?
2: I have seen a DVD. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, I, 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 you gotta pick a, you gotta pick a <laughs> back wand. In the day. You had to pick a wand, you had to pick, uh, I think you had to pick like a, a familiar, you had to go to Gringotts, like the, 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 there was so much in the DVD that they didn't have to do when it first came out and it was just one of those selling points uh, to the movie itself and it just made it even more immersive and now they have Harry Potter World, and I can't wait to go, so.
0: DVD menus were, were great for like little kids because it's like, it's like a video game but you get up, down, left, right and select. Exactly. Here you
1: go, kid. Knock yourself out. Hours, hours of entertainment. Hours of entertainment. Let mom and dad go do adult things in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's been the show. We're at our time. We're going to say thank you for listening. Uh, check us out f- uh, on Instagram and Facebook as where you can find us. And currently, that is what it is. That is the show. Check us out. Check out your local artists, House Petteress and Twist Army Wife. And Demigod A.R.E. And who are we trying to have on the show next?
0: Jesse Tumulo. if you're listening, we want you on the show so we can talk about Save Bandit, the pop punk scene in the Pacific Northwest, and all those good emo vibes. And if you
2: used to date Cheryl, make sure to check Craigslist. Somebody is looking for you.
1: (laughs) Or that hot grocery dad from the Dollar Tree. Yep. (laughs) Anyways, thank you for listening. It's been the March and Mitchell starring Celine. Ha-cha-cha-cha. Delicious. Happy New Year, everyone. Stay safe out there. Thanks for tuning in.